Welcome to this Maximum Fun member exclusive. Yes, you are a member. Thank you for being a member. Thank you so much for supporting our show and what we do. And one of the things that we promised in our last Maximum Fun drive is that we would put together an album of us singing Christian songs that we remember from our days of belief. Something no one in particular wanted. No one asked for. Yeah, but (laughs) they did receive it. Ask and you might receive. (laughs) Don't ask, we'll definitely give it to you. Don't ask, we tell. (laughs) I don't know, I feel like music plays such a unique role within Christianity and I think an underappreciated role in sustaining faith, especially for young people growing up in the church to really kind of inculcate them with these ideas and get them stuck in their head. Music is so important and really just, I don't know, speaks directly to you. And I don't feel like any other faith group really does it as strongly as especially Protestant Christians. They've really refined it. Oh, it feels that way. But we both grew up in that. So hard to compare. Well, it sure feels that way. Maybe it's undersold in other faiths as it is in Christianity. But, you know, like Scientology has we stand tall. (laughs) But you know, it doesn't, it doesn't get sung at every meeting. It's sort of like having a lot of songs. (laughs) I don't know. Like obviously other faith traditions have music, but we have bands in Christian, you know, I'm saying we, right? (laughs) It's it's just the natural reaction for me. So yeah, here's the pulling back for a little context in case somehow you ended up in this album, but you don't know who the heck we are. And now you're like, is this a Christian show? (laughs) It's not. So Ross and I host Ono, Ross and Carrie, but we also are former believers, still very friendly to Christianity, but not Christians ourselves. But we didn't know each other when we were Christians. Now we are both not Christians, but now we just sing at each other a lot. And we both met each other at a place that is kind of a gathering for people who mostly have a background with faith and have left it. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a common thread. And you had more recently left faith. Yeah. And I was... Maybe uh, like eight years in at that point. Oh, wow. I lost, eight years out. Yeah. Right, right. I had uh, lost my faith in 2004. I can actually date that. Okay. It was, uh, you know, it's always a gradual process. But I don't use this term all the time, but I think it applies to me to say that I am a cultural Christian mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there are so many touch points in my life, associations that I have with things that are all based on the Bible, mm-hmm. songs that I sang growing up. And it's funny because we were talking before we started recording about some of the songs that we'd put on our respective lists Mm -hmm. for this recording. And Carrie would say the name of a song that I hadn't heard since I was in church singing it two decades ago. And just immediately all the lyrics came back. Yeah. One corner of your brain is like, don't worry, I've been holding on to that exclusively waiting (laughs) for you to mention me. And here we go. As I was leaving faith, I was still regularly going to church. I was a very strange atheist starting out. But I remember holding on to church bulletins because they would print out the lyrics. And I thought, I'm going to want these someday to kind of be able to remember all of these songs that were so a part of my mental life. But yeah, they're, they're still there. And that's one of those things about music is it really stays with you. Yeah, I've been learning the banjo. No oh. big deal. And this kind, is the kind of first... A big deal. <laughs> this is probably the instrument that I've gotten the farthest on. I was never like... I mean, I was always a singer as a kid, but I never got far on any musical instruments. I always found it very intimidating. And yeah. I'm still not good at it. I'm 
downright bad. But um, <laughs> it's so evident to me now how powerful music is, like being able to play it and, I don't know, play someone else's song that tells a story similar to your own story. There's There's something... I see why people call music healing. There's Mm -hmm. something encompassing about it. It's like putting it in an envelope and sealing it up and being like, that story's done for three minutes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Speaking of music that is respected within Scientology... Uh-huh. The banjo. Okay. Is, oh, uh, touche. Yes, yes. <laughs> we find that there is a apparently a well-regarded banjo company that yeah. is just a shining example of Scientology's business acumen. Right, run by Scientologists. So I totally agree on the, the power of that impact. And I don't feel like outside of the church, really, we get that exposure to music on a regular basis like we did within the church. Mm. I felt like my life was a lot closer to one of the musicals I loved watching. Watching, mm. uh, that I was raised with, you know, Rogers and Hammerstein and all that, because I lived in a world where we would frequently break into song. Oh, <laughs> that was just okay. kind of expected. <laughs> oh, because of church, you mean? Right. And, uh, you uh-huh. know, now I work at Disney Animation and we make musicals and stuff. So I, I'm happy sure. I, I get some of that itch scratched. But I, I really do enjoy music. I'm not a particularly good singer, which you are about to become abundantly <laughs> no, aware you're a good of. Singer. Thank That's you. wrong. But it's an effort. And mm-hmm. and I'm just glad it was part of my life for so long. And I feel like in secular circles, you do have groups like Sunday Assembly who try to repl- mm. replicate what they see as all the best parts of the church experience. And we do have songs, contemporary ones, sometimes with lyrics rewritten. We meaning because you go to Sunday Assembly. Yeah, because I, I'm part of that community. And, and I appreciate that. I find it so awkward. I can't do it. Yeah. That's the worst part of Sunday Assembly to me. It's not for everyone. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's the part of church i'm really glad is gone oh see and i don't feel that way i'm like i want to go to church and sing about jesus i don't want to come here and sing about i don't know evolution yeah this is weird you don't sing about evolution if you want to go to church go to church people thinking about singing about evolution real quick have you ever heard the bjork song oceania I don't think so. I remember when I listened to that and then I realized that she was singing about evolution from the perspective of the water. All of you are my children and you've left me. That's neat. Your sweat is salty. I am why. I love that song. As I was learning about evolution, I'm like, this is so cool. Yeah, that's neat. One breath away from Mother Ocean. Anyways, just Bjork, to... if you're listening, get in touch. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bjork, what up? <laughs> Thank you so much for being a Max Fun member, especially for downloading this exact album. Oh, what a mensch. I do have an experience recently where I realized, oh, music still can impact me the way that worship music used to impact me. Mm-hmm. And that was listening to Hamilton. Have you heard of Hamilton? 
I've heard of it. Okay, it's an American musical. Mm-hmm. I was listening to It's Quiet Uptown, yeah. and I'm going, you know the story, but I'm going to be vague about it for the listener. Sorry, I'll tell you in like 10 years. She's going to be playing I'm... King George. In a <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish that were it. No, if I'm going through a thing that reminds, the feelings are similar to the feelings expressed in that song mm. as far as like caring for someone who kind of might die. I, caring for someone who might die yeah. and, and for whom like I feel like a parental figure in a way mm. and outliving someone that you're not supposed to outlive right and whenever i listen to that song like i'll listen to it as i'm walking and just start crying because mm. like yeah it's, it just sort of meets you where you are in this really deep way yeah. i think that's what worship music yes. is supposed to do and often often did and still has that power i'll still sing songs and really feel it right and, and you've talked at times about kind of relying on the faith of others or having things in your life that you can kind of cling to when you need that mm. boost of faith oh yes the faith hot potato yes there yeah. we go that <laughs> I, I couldn't think of the term and so often i feel like that was what music did in the church life well, mm. especially worship music and, and that's why you would start with like an hour of mm-hmm. singing these songs mm-hmm. oftentimes these worship songs are specifically crafted that they're just endlessly repeatable mm-hmm. so you know you think you're tapering off and then oh we went back to the opening and oh we're doing it all again okay oh, he's changing again i didn't even know we could <laughs> all girls only i guess are you the one with the higher and higher yeah song? Oh, i was just gonna tell you that story should i tell you again <laughs> no yeah okay no. pretend you've never heard so, this well song. some of these people may have ne- never heard <laughs> yeah it. okay so in our good friends listening in college my college boyfriend evan hi evan Probably not a max fund donor. But anyway, he and I were both Christians at the time, and he was very devoted to this one church, but it was far away. I didn't have a church up there at school because I didn't grow up in that area. So we were looking for a home church. And one day I opened my dorm room door and out of the door fell a business card. So someone had stuck it in the crack. Mm-hmm. And it was like the such and such family church. We meet at this hotel around the corner. Oh, okay. And I was, of course, instead of being like, someone put this in my door. I was like, it's a sign. We have to go. Okay. So Evan and I go to this hotel and it turns out that it is a predominantly black church. And when I say predominantly, I mean, we were the only white people there Fun. except for one other. There was one woman who was a white woman and everyone else was black, which obviously is fine. But it felt like one of those things like none of us are saying, mm. <laughs> like, are we supposed to? I don't know. <laughs> are we interloping? You did leave the thing in my door. I I don't know. I'm very attentive to how people are looking at me right now. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm probably reading into it more than I need to. Mm-hmm. But so it was really sweet. They were incredibly welcoming. But during the sermon, the pastor like clearly was aware of our presence. And this pastor had the same thing I have where you're like, there's one outsider in this room. I'm going to think of this the entire time through their eyes. Fuck these other 99 people. I'm thinking about you. It's the one lost sheep. Yep. So he, I mean, and God bless him. Like he's looking at me and Evans, these two white people. I'm, I'm being like, okay, how are they processing this? I love so it. then his whole sermon was like, we don't want anyone to come here and think those ghetto weirdos have <laughs> their own weird church. You know, we want everyone welcome here. And he's just staring at us. And we're like giving him thumbs up like, we do. Go on with the regular sermon. <laughs> we, we we got your door advertisement. <laughs> Maybe you need to rethink that. Or or don't 
and just like act normal. Yeah. And you don't need to deliver this to us. Everybody else is here. I love it. I've been in that situation before and I kind of love it. Yeah, yeah. So this is all lead up to the moment where we finally did worship, which was his wife and his two daughters would lead the worship. They would put these big speakers in the front and sing. And there was this one song. I mean, forget all that. This part has nothing to do with any of that context. <laughs> but there was this one song called I'm Going to Another Level. And it started out like, I'm going to another level. And then we key change. Hmm. I'm going to another level. I'm going to another level. So, you know, as we're going, the men are dropping out in stages. And then, mm-hmm. oh, wow, we're still doing it. Okay. I'm going to another level. Okay, just the Sopranos. Now oh, we're still doing it. it? Okay. Literally and figuratively. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay, so then you're starting to be like, okay, it's just second Sopranos and up now, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to another level. Yep, okay, we're me. done, right? No. <laughs> Going to another level. Okay, well that's gotta be I'm going to another level. Well that was I'm going to another level. Okay, cute. I'm going to another level. Not kidding you by the end of it. I'm, I'm a first soprano. And I was going like like taking this to the point of absurdity because no one knows how to stop it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, what's the rule here? Is this like waiting for Godot? Is it, is it, (laughs) are you testing me to see if I'll stop it? And it's just like, will you get up? Will you turn off the speaker? Is it some sort of social experiment? I fail. I fail. What do you need? Anyway, it went on to the point that Evan was just like cracking up because he had fallen out, you know, five and a half minutes before. And it was like me and like all the tiny girls in the room. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Kara has kind of a a similar story. Not that she got pulled into a singing arms race. uh, (laughs) That's what it was. That's totally what it was. I remember her talking about being at a church where they were singing like, we're going to lift you higher and higher. Oh, And they uh just, they kept going with it and going with it. I I think it was, (laughs) she was never as excited about being at church as I am. And she attributes that to her mom taking her to these praise conferences Mm. when she was a really little kid. And she just felt like she served her hours sitting there as like the only child listening to all of these women and watching them wave their flags and stuff. But I think she has kind of a similar story with this interminable song where we're going to lift uh you higher uh and higher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got to talk to her about that sometime. Yeah, yeah. Shared trauma. Have her tell the story. Yeah. But boy, I'm so glad I went that week. It was just a real joy. That's fantastic. Another reason I was kind of collecting those songs, and I remember I started just kind of writing down the titles of songs I could remember back then in 2004, because I wanted to get some kind of grasp of just how many songs have I learned. Yeah. And it's like when you try to think of like how many Christmas songs, you know, and you're like, wait, what? There's a lot. Yeah. And And I know all of these. And I I still feel like I don't really have a handle on it, but we would have multiple hymns that we would work from. And each of those Mm -hmm. would have like 500 pages and you don't sing all of the hymns. Your Mm -hmm. church has favorites. But I went to a church growing up, the situation where you would have three 
three-digit numbers uh, yes. written up near the front, and you know, mm -hmm. oh, those are the hymns we're going to have to look up. So you start uh, putting in little holders in advance to make sure you can get there quickly. Mm -hmm. My childhood was full of so many of those books where you had kind of the four lines. So you'd read like the first line of the first paragraph, and then you'd go down to the first line of the second paragraph, mm. first oh, line of the yeah. third, first what line of the fourth. What a strange way to format that. Right, because they're all following the same musical notes right. that are on top and bottom of them. So then you go back up to the second line. And that was a real learning process to yeah. kind of read that way. So uh, for me, as I was kind of writing down just songs that came to me as ones that I felt kind of embodied different eras of my Christian learning, uh, I found that they kind of fell into three distinct groups. There were sort of the, the ditties that you teach to children that don't mm -hmm. necessarily require musical accompaniment. You're like, Noah built the ark, blah, blah, blah. Here's yeah. two giraffes or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so funny. I haven't thought of that one forever. Who built the ark? Noah, oh, Noah. Yeah. Who built the ark? Father Noah, Noah built, built the, the ark. ark. Oh, that's right. I didn't even Whoa. go to Sunday school and they say somehow got that one. Wow, okay. So I have some of those and then I feel like there's kind of that church organ accompaniment mm, music mm -hmm. that you would read in lines and stanzas yeah. from that very old format book. And I feel like that's tied to a certain era when it still felt very much like a holdover from the 60s and the way people yeah. were dressed. Lots, oh, cool. Lots of men in like three-piece suits and oh. lo lots of horn-rimmed glasses everywhere. Oh. And I got to experience this kind of distrust of popular music and this oh, really right, right. reluctance and reticence to have the church bands kind of take over and that was seen as somehow not as good right and i remember that era and sort of borrowing from the world yeah and i got to yeah. watch it sort of lose one battle after another and then the drum kit uh -huh. come up front why is there a drum kit on our altar and then that transition into the third category which is just the praise songs worship yeah. songs that are really built to be endlessly repeatable earworms uh-huh so category three intercarry so i didn't become a Christian until I went to church camp in, when would that have been, 1996, mm -hmm. I think? I was like 12 or 13. Okay. And so I immediately went into youth group. Mm -hmm. And it was, since it was the mid-90s, the whole like, yeah, the worship the worship wars were won. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to remember like films that came out in 95. Forrest mm -hmm. Gump was 94. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Independence okay. Day was 96. What was 95? Okay. I'm trying to remember. So I think it actually was 1996, Toy Story. though. Oh, okay. I think it was. I yeah, think it was. Independence I, Day. Because I was going into, I know I was going into seventh grade. Mid-90s. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so all of my church music, at least in that period where I was like a firm believer, mm -hmm. all of it was this act three for you, this worship music with sometimes a full band, but often, this is how I think of it. Two to three men between ages 16 uh -huh. and 29 standing in the center of a room full of kids and they're like, yeah, fucker, I just learned six chords and you're going <laughs> to listen to them. Oh, we can't really match up with each other. That's fine. We are musicians now. I only need three chords, but I'll pull out four, five, and six every now and then just to impress you. And we were. We were so impressed. Yeah. I, and I mean, I still am in a way. Like, it's hard. It is hard to learn chords. I can yeah. tell you, listeners, yeah. I've been learning them for a year and I can barely pluck some. It's definitely the camp counselor's 
syndrome there, mm-hmm. where this person is just older enough than you, mm-hmm. but younger mm-hmm. than your parents, that they just mm-hmm. seem so, so cool. cool. So cool. Endlessly cool. Oh my God. Yes, absolutely. And if you are a girl leaning toward liking boys, mm-hmm. oh boy, you are going to love every single one These of those boys standing ins- up in the middle of the room playing the guitar in their oh, flannel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> These Adonises of the guitar. Exactly. I wonder where they all are now. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway. Well, you want to hear some childhood ditties? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring me up to speed. Okay. Uh, we played a clip of this at the end of my Faith Journey episode where mm. you could hear my sister singing, Jesus loves me, this I know. Okay, yeah. I've seen so many children, including my nieces and nephew, brought up where, you know, you sing the song. And it was the same for me in that clip where you could tell I kind of knew the cadence and I knew some of the words. You were me right now. But I didn't know what they meant. Oh, okay. I know <laughs> it, what they mean. Like, but I have a little bit of the sense of the song. This idea that you're learning a song before you know oh, the language. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, boy, again, the power of music that that's even possible. So here it goes. Okay. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes. I'm trying to do the hand motions for Carrie. I like that you stopped and started when no one can hear it. Getting in the way of the microphone. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes, Jesus loves me. He's doing sort of ASL. Yes, Jesus loves me. (laughs) Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible Bible tells me so. so. I've heard that part. Okay, excellent. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I have no idea if that was ASL, but I always just kind of assumed that someone who knew how to sign. uh, Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. The, the Jesus one was alternately touching oh, the palms the of your hands. Yeah, God's wounds. Uh, right. Alternately touching each palm with the middle finger of the now, other hand. How do you say well actually in ASL? Because I have something to tell you about Jesus's wounds. Actually, <laughs> it would have been in the, <laughs> in the wrist. In the wrist, because not the palm. The nail would have ripped right out of the hand. Right out of there. I, I'm me at age 15. <laughs> I remember, back, baby. I remember learning that one and being like, well, we must rewrite the, the books. <laughs> yep. Oh, totally. And you may have noticed also the logic encoded in that song, which is because the Bible tells me so. Uh, right. Already gaining this respect for that loop of logic that, mm-hmm. you know, well, we know this is true because the Bible tells us. How do we know the Bible's true? Well, the Bible tells us. Right, right. And Jesus loves Jesus, me. This is important. And Jesus nodded to it a couple times. So. Okay, right. So you You've probably heard this one before. Mm -hmm. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Yeah, that's one of those ones that like, yeah, I I don't even remember anyone at church singing it. I just. Oh, wow. It's just by cultural osmosis. Yeah. And then, yeah, there would be additional verses like Jesus died for all the children, you know, and then you'd run through the whole thing. But red and yellow, black and white, just what it sounds like. Oh, right, right, right. God, yeah, which is nuts. I didn't even think Like black and white we can figure out, but red and yellow, yeah. Yep, it, it takes what you a second to be like, oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, moving oh, on. Oh, dang. <laughs> All right. Again, songs that I was taught from earliest memory. Here's another one that was kind of fun that we would sing. I am a C. I am a C-H. I am a C-H-R-A-S-T-I-A-N. Amen. And I have C-H-R-A-S-T in my H-E-A-R-T. And I will L-I-V-E-E-T-E-R-N-A-L-L-Y. 
Oh, wait. What was that last part? I will what? L-I-V-E. I will live. E-T-E-R-N-A-L-L-Y. I will live eternally. Yeah. God. So there what are go. things that teach kids? Like, uh, you okay. know, I'm a four-year-old who can spell eternally. Yeah, well, that's true. I did learn how to spell schadenfreude from Avenue Q. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Yeah. S-C-H-A-D-E-N-F-R-E-U-D-E. I still, if I need to spell that word, I just play that song in my head. I love that about, uh, I guess we'll just let these uh, sirens go on in the background. <laughs> Hollywood, baby. But um, Proof that we're recording this in... The land of the stars. That's one thing that I always say I really love about Disney and our musicals is that when you're exposed to a word early on like punctual in Aladdin or fractals in Frozen or Mm. primeval in Beauty and the Beast Mm. or provincial, you know, they they Mm -hmm. stick with you and you have like a special ownership of those words. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I really love that whenever we have like a little oddball word in one of our lyrics, thanks to Howard Ashman or whoever. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's cool. There's going to be a generation of kids who are like, I feel like an ownership of fractals. Yeah, I know what a fractal is. That's, uh, I think, freaking cool. They swirl all around. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, so here's another one like that. Okay. The B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the word for me. I stand upon the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Okay, I have never heard that one, I don't think, but... It's reminding me of something. What What is that cribbing from? Oh, that's a good question because sometimes I would learn later where these tunes were borrowed from and sometimes I would not. Yeah. But usually they were. Wait. Yeah, it's okay. probably, probably some it's vaudeville like, show tune or something. Okay. Okay, it's coming to me. Yeah? It's like, it's some <laughs> old, like, commercial <laughs> tune. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you will rock my world if you can identify that. Cause... Oh! When you said that... Yeah, what now is that? Now that sounds familiar. Oh, someone's going to tell us. Yeah, oh my God, this is going to drive me crazy. Well, this might help you because my dad would sing this alternate version. Is it Oscar Mar- No, it's not Oscar Mar- oh, Go on. My dad would sing the B-I-B-E-L. Yes, that's the word from. And we'd all go, Dad! <gasps> and he would say, Pastor Mel. Pastor Mel's a big <laughs> fan of the Bible. But, was Pastor Mel your pastor? Yeah, Mel Bass. I'm friends with him on Facebook now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's a good time to tell you. I talked to my former youth pastor today, ah, Pastor Mike Langford, still fun. a good friend of mine. Huge impact on my life if you listened to yeah. our episode about my faith biography. Yeah. And I actually was sending him that episode and I was like, Mike, I hope you get to hear this sometime. You're like sort of the star of it. Oh, and wow. and very sweetly, he was like, oh, Carrie, I'm so sorry. I was called to Oxford to teach. So he... Usually works in Seattle, but Oxford Seminary called him in as a visiting scholar. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I haven't listened to your podcast episode yet, but I've listened to it before. And it's just so good. I really love what you guys are doing. And especially as a religious person, I really respect you guys like sort of breaking these things open and making them talk aboutable. And I was like, it's okay. (laughs) Do your thing at Oxford, Mike. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. He's an impressive dude. Very cool. All right. Here's another one. Stop me if you've heard it. Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. Stop. I think I've heard it. Okay. Okay, go on. (laughs) I'm one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. Right arm. what? Father Abraham had many sons. And now I'm swinging my right arm. Many sons had Father Abraham. I'm with you. And I'm one of them. Okay. And so tenuous, are you. But okay. So let's all praise the Lord. That right doesn't make arm, sense. Left arm, What's Father this? Abraham. 
had many sons. What? Many sons had father rape. Well, you get the idea. So yeah. eventually then the right leg gets involved in the left oh, leg. And, it, you know, okay. you're all there. You're stomping you're together running, in the room. You're, you're getting your steps Cardio. on your Apple Watch. <laughs> yes, yeah. Exactly. You totally get credit for that. Uh, yeah, that was another one. How strange. Okay, so the logic of that song is... We're all descendants of Abraham already, maybe. And then let's yeah, praise the Lord because of that. Yes, and then it's a, it's a quick right jump, arm. but, you know, we're part of the inheritance of Israel. Okay. There we go. Well, okay. you know, you're not questioning this when you're five. You're, yeah. you're marching. Sure. Speaking of which. Oh, my God, you're literally marching. You're literally marching. Oh, no. <laughs> Get ready for this next song. Oh, boy. Okay. A lot of people are, I'm sure, going to recognize this. Okay. I may never march in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, shoot the artillery. I may never fly over the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, oh, sir. No. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, oh, sir. No. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, ah, sir. Crap. I may never. And, you know, then oh, it just repeats. no. Yeah, very militaristic. I, I mean, I guess hmm, they should change it from may to will. Because if we can move everybody from the military. <laughs> that one word, yeah. <laughs> to carries a lot of weight. Sunday school. I guess that's an improvement. I'm not sure if it even is. But uh, wow. Yeah, fun, yeah, right? Yeah, language of war for children. It sure, yeah. <laughs> yep. But I'm, I'm sure plenty of other people were raised singing that. Okay, and then this is kind of the last one I have that was sort of like a transition because I remember learning this more when I was like in eighth grade. But it was similarly kind of silly. There were songs like this. I like bananas. I know that mangoes are sweet. I like papayas. Papayas. But nothing can beat the sweet love of God. Do up, do up, do up, do up. I kind of like this. Yeah. Uh, uh, see, and then just listing fruits. it's like, I was walking around in circles five miles an hour, trying to find my way back to my heavenly father. The world was sweet, but soon it turned sour. And then I asked him in and received his power. Okay. And then they would, they would like try to like, uh, you know, let's be crazy now. It would be like... I like bananas, bananas. I know mangoes are sweet. I like papayas, papayas. But nothing can beat the sweet love of God. Do do wop, do do wop. Oh yeah, we're really partying now. Do wop. The sweet love of God. You know, and then you okay, yeah, yeah, loop yeah. through all this again. Oh, interesting. It started out feeling a bit 60s, and now we're moving into doo-wop 50s. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. You know, okay. Jump around. Yeah, uh, jump, jump, jump around. Jump around. That's, yeah, that's, that's secular. <laughs> that song's that. about this. That song's about the fruit song. <laughs> so there we go. That That's a bit of my uh, childhood. Oh, thank you. There. You're welcome. This did remind me, there's also a genre of Christian music that is taking a popular song and making it about God. Yeah. Yes. And we had these in Christian camp a lot. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. Well, we don't sing the lyrics of that song. That's, you know, Mambo number five. But oh, like, right. let's let's change the lyrics and make it about Jesus instead. Okay, yeah. The ones, at least at my wonderful, wonderful church camp that I loved, loved, loved and still can't find a mean thought for in my whole huh. heart, Forest Home. Yeah. They were masters at this in that they put in the least possible effort into making <laughs> the Christian version so okay. here's here's one that i remember okay and i would walk 500 miles and i would walk 500 more just to be the one to walk a thousand miles to stand firm in the lord 
That was the only thing changed. <laughs> I love it. And so we could get wow. these. At the end of the summer, you could get a tape, a cassette tape yeah. of all the songs. And so someone had to sit there like we're doing now and sing into a microphone all of that song just to deliver those like four bastardized words. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I love it. I remember a lot of that. And it's reminding me of a band called Apologetics. I think with like an X at the end. Oh, hot. And they were like Weird Al, but for Christianity. Okay, great. So they would take like Smells Like Teen Spirit. and they. Oh my God, it's a band for Childhood Ross. The Christian version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Are they still around? Oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about them. You must have loved them, right? In forever. Well, I had uh, maybe one album of theirs, but I I sure liked it. Had the secular songs, but they were for Jesus. Okay. Their Wikipedia says Apologetics is a Christian parody band from Pittsburgh, founded in 19... 1992 and since then has played in almost all 50 states. Okay. Released 40 studio albums. Oh, wow. And built up a fan club that includes over 65,000 people. Okay. And let me show you a picture of them today. Oh, wow. I can't wait. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fantastic. What a group of nerds. Fantastic. Wonderful. Founded, oh, I love this guy who's still wearing his backwards Founded in cap. 1992. Okay, when I was uh, 10. Lots of that going on. Lots of cribbing from secular music. Yes, tons. Hopefully lazily, because that's really the best way. So I mentioned one of the other modes of music was the actual organ player uh, in the back. And another thing I I mentioned in my faith journey was that I was raised in this Assemblies of God church, which is very evangelical, Pentecostal, Mm -hmm. all about being filled with the Spirit, sometimes speaking in tongues. Some early stories of demon possession that I would hear up till I was 10. And then I went to this Methodist church, which was way more buttoned down and more liturgical, more driven by formality they're still pastors but they're wearing robes and stuff Mm. anyways so then i noticed we're definitely not singing with a praise band up front Mm. now we're singing a lot more of these hymnals so occasionally be like oh well i actually know this one because that's from the hymn and we used to sing that at the old place when they were still winning the battle against the new bands battle of the bands yeah so tons of these in my head but i thought i'd highlight the old rugged cross because Can you believe this? We never sang that. Really? Yeah. That's interesting to me because I've heard so many covers of it by other Christian singers like Kevin Max, who I'm still a big fan of from DC Talk. He has a cover of this song that now kind of influences how I think of and sing the old rugged cross. Okay, I'm trying to just even pull up in my head the tune. The... I would just about sing the old gray mare. She and what she used to be. (laughs) The, The old rugged cross it. It's up there on a hill, up there on a hill. Everybody go up there. <laughs> I don't know it I like at what's all. happening. <laughs> this was also a song that was kind of special to me because my mom told me that it was her father's favorite song. Hmm. My grandpa Ross, who's the only grandparent I never got to meet because oh. he died in the 60s. Got it. Ross, is it? Ross, yeah, okay. that's right. That was his name. And then also, it's a song that kind of naturally lends itself to the low registers. Oh, okay. You know, something that a, I think Johnny Cash might have done a cover of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's the kind of song right. that he would sing. So <clears throat> It's really slow, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Low and slow. Here old, it comes. Old style. Yeah. From the old country. Okay. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best 
for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it some day for a crown. It's a cool song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, creepy as all shit, but sure. Yeah, it's cool. I, as you started singing it, I was like, oh, I have heard this. I have heard this. But it's, yeah, it, I think it just didn't get baked into my brain at that okay. critical time where okay. it stays with me. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, like there's got to be a recording of Elvis singing it somewhere. Sure. You know, it's yeah. one of those old time goodies. I remember my dad saying, I sent a CD to my aunt when she has uh, very advanced Alzheimer's and she's, mm. she's nonverbal now. And my dad told me, like, oh, and they don't even have a stereo at the home where she's kept. And I thought, like, I bet I can send a stereo up there. So I just found, like, a cheap one on Amazon. I shipped it there. And I knew that she was into worship music. So I sent a Tennessee Ernie Ford CD with it. And my dad said, like, oh, I brought it. We plugged it in. And, like, for a day, it was, what do you say? It was, like. Uh, water on an open wound or something like Aww. that. But he said that the uh, the cover of the old rugged cross made her start singing. And oh, it wow. was like her first verbal moment in a minute. I've heard so many stories like that. And I love that. If you play songs from, you know, when someone was in their 20s, mm-hmm. uh, that'll kind of bring them right back. Yeah. Uh, so I look forward to hopefully, you know, I'll be in a home somewhere and someone can play the Smashing Pumpkins for me. <laughs> I'll rock out. Uh, so here's another one that has and kind we'll of... sing Old Rugged Ross. <laughs> Very good. I like it. That's interesting. I looked this one up and it says, Song by Carrie Underwood. No, it's not. Hmm. Uh, it's much older than that, but I'm sure she did a cover of it. So uh, this one is How Great Thou Art. Oh, yeah. And another one we would sing all the time, but also it would stand out for me because when I started going to that Methodist church with my dad and Diane, who would become my stepmother, anytime that song would be played, she would have to leave and she'd be in tears Mm. because it had been played at her mother's funeral and uh, the funeral of some other loved person who died like within that time period. Oh, wow. So it was just so fraught with meaning for her. This one that you're about to sing, not Mm -hmm. the one you just sang. Okay. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. I've heard that you got enough it. that it's in there, yeah. Yeah, and of course, uh, more verses, you know, at the end. Uh, when Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. Aww. This is kind of fun. Then I shall bow in humble adoration and then proclaim, my God, how great thou art. Aww. And then you go back into the uh, 
That's one of those songs that really makes you earn it too. Like they're like, you know, there's this like extended boring part and then this beautiful part. Okay, back to boring. We're going to earn it again. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to earn it. Exactly. Also, there's the dynamics of singing in a group. And mm-hmm. trying to keep up with the lyrics and on also having a range within a song and just kind of learning as a kid. Oh, here's where I can sing. Oh, here's where I can't. Mm-hmm. And then trusting on the crowd to drown yes. you out as you're like key as shifting. You have to drop out and they're like, <laughs> right. which makes it really nerve wracking to sing these songs without accompaniment because you're just so used to having oh, sure. having the song be the pipe organ plus an average of all the participants. You know, I just realized how hard it is to be a man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've never really thought about it, and I'm uh-huh. really going to change my perspective. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I. But truly, one thing I had never thought about, and I'm using men broadly here, uh, those those with X Y chromosomes, that people with low voices. You guys start out, and we get to sit on the sidelines and be like, don't worry, I'm bringing it home. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, you're going to have to peter out and look like a loser. Yep. I'll come in right then, baby. There was such an element. And I remember, usually I'd be standing next to my dad as he'd be singing these songs. And, mm. you know, as a boy, you're hearing that full, deep, manly voice like, wow, you know, like, I hope yeah. someday I can sing like that. And my dad always finds these really interesting harmonies to sing. Oh, uh-huh. And he has them kind of worked out for every song. That's a skill, too. Yeah. Like whenever it's birthday time, he and Diane mm. will call and they're both very good singers. And he's got this whole separate version of Happy oh, Birthday yeah. that he sings that's just kind of playing at mm-hmm. the bottom of mm-hmm. the scale to Diane's uh, rendition above. To you. <laughs> exactly. To you. Have you ever had this happen where like everybody accidentally sings a harmony thinking like they're usually the only one in the room that does <laughs> right. the harmony? I've totally been there. And then that's... you're like, oh, we needed someone for the melody. <laughs> yeah, or somebody Let's do it over. So yeah, that's part of it too. And, and you're reminding me that one of the constant ploys that would be played, especially in worship songs, let's just have the men sing this. Uh-huh. Okay, let's just have the women sing it. And I remember goosebumps when I would hear the women sing a verse by themselves. Wow, it's womankind (laughs) singing the song. The angels coming from heaven. Yeah, they they sounded just like something ethereal. Wow, we can't do that. Wow. That's neat. Yeah, and then we'd all sing together. And yeah, it gives you you chills. It's cool. I remember kind of feeling that when I would listen to the boys' choir in high school, Mm -hmm. but mostly because choir was usually either boys and girls or girls we mm-hmm. way outnumbered the boys basically yeah so but we just had enough boys to have a single period of boys choir if they wanted to take it so basically there were like 30 boys oh yeah out of what was probably a few hundred people who were in the various choir classes mm-hmm. and i remember hearing them sing no fools, no <laughs> and being like holy crap that's beautiful yeah and i can't get down there and i remember thinking oh i wonder if the girls feel that way when we sing we didn't okay yeah <laughs> Well, now I know. <laughs> Unless it was the first Noel and okay. you're doing it on your own. But if you were just starting Noel. out, we were going to pull it in at the end. No, yeah. we knew we were the saviors. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Coming in to, to Thanks rescu- for introing me. Rescuing this song. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it from here, buddy. 
I was just thinking how often when people are talking about the things, physical stimuli that can create like a supernatural sensation, mm. one is like carbon monoxide, yep. you know, as True. you famously have the story for. Another people will mention is infrasound, like mm-hmm. the really low register sounds like you get from a pipe organ with mm-hmm. a bunch of installed pipes in the front of the church resonating throughout. There are these lower registers and they really kind of reverberate through you and create this mystical feeling. Yeah. It's powerful. And in some cases, this is more rare, but in some cases, you won't register it as sound. So this is one of the ways haunted houses happen. Mm-hmm. It's like if your ear doesn't tell you you're hearing a sound, but it's still vibrating on that vibration, yep. that gives you that real creepy creeps. Yeah, yeah. Super cool. Uh, and then the other one I had in that category was one that, well, we all know, but I remember they would sing this regularly. I feel like you know, once a month we'd be singing this song and they would very often tell the story of the guy who wrote it and how hmm. he was falling away from oh, I know God. He, yeah, he was d- drunk and, you know, then he found himself all washed out. And this uh, is a former slave owner, right? Yeah. Is that, is am this, I thinking the right song? Yes. Yeah, initials are Andrew. That's right. Okay, yeah. Just like Assemblies of God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we would hear that whole story and then you'd think about this penitent sinner who's mm-hmm. finally come back to God and then you would sing amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me i once was lost but now am found was blind but now i see and then a girl would come in and she'd be like, it's no problem. Then I'll get key better. change up. <laughs> What's the next? Twas grace oh. that... that taught. Oh, I was going to key change though. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear. And grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. And then that other church would come in and they'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) I remember I would be really excited when I'd be at a church that would follow that one all the way to the end because the last verse was, again, apocalyptic. I think if you followed most of these hymns far enough, you would get to some apocalyptic verse. Oh, but that was my favorite part. They'd be like... be there 10,000 years. Yeah, when we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise as than when we'd first begun. Ugh, such a beautiful song. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's reminding me of another one that I really enjoyed singing, the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Oh, which okay. Is, which is also like militaristic, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. now thinking about it, but, you know, glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. It's just, it's fun to sing. Yeah, yeah. His truth is marching on. on. What did I just see? I just saw something that had that in it. Tramping out the vineyards where the grapes 
of Wrath are stored. You know, oh, right, yeah. These words, like, you know, you don't use wretch in any other context. Yeah. But now you're singing the song, you're like, God, oh, I'm a wretch. You know, you're really or imagine feeling saying it. the grapes of anything but wrath. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, you're really uh, harvesting the grapes of your labor there. <laughs> We would be like, whoa, stop everything. What the fuck did you just say? No, we say grapes of wrath and nothing else. That's right. That's the only way you use that. Don't pile into anything but a car. <laughs> Do not wreak anything but havoc. Yeah. Yeah. I love those little um, isolated phrases that are only found in one remaining yep. turn of phrase. I'm um, going to start saying the grapes of various things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the grapes of pleasantness. Hey, what? Yeah. Sorry, wait. What are these grapes? Back, back up. You said a lot of sentences after that. Didn't hear them. Speaking of music and all that, uh, did you ever watch Veggie Tales? Oh, I loved Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. Okay. Oh, sorry. I was I was ready to start all over again. Oh, okay. Broccoli. Celery. Gotta be Veggie Tales. There's never ever 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 it's time for oh, Veggie Tales. That show really was really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No hair for my hairbrush. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, I still sing that one. If like Car is missing her hairbrush, I'll be like, oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, where, 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 oh, where? <laughs> She's like, fuck it. Is my hairbrush? It. I'll find it myself. <laughs> she knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, VeggieTales was so good. Good times. Okay, well, then we get into the world of praise songs, yeah. worship songs. So what was one of your very faves? Okay, well, this is the one that always comes to me first. And I won't say it was one of my faves because I actually got annoyed with it. It pulled on my heartstrings and it was very hard to sing. And okay. I was like, I was annoyed at it for pulling on my heartstrings. Wow, okay. And for being hard to sing. Okay. But, but I feel like it played an important role and we sang it all the freaking time. <clears throat> As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship thee. I, I, you know, a little bit. Sometimes people sing it with you, but you know, I oh, always sure. heard it earliest as thee, and that was the holdover language. You alone are my strength, my shield. To you alone may my spirit yield. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship thee. It's pretty. I must have just, I, I think it was probably in the Rolodex of songs mm. that my church mm-hmm. used, but it wasn't a popular okay. one. Okay. Yeah, and then there were additional verses like, I love you more than gold or silver, only you can satisfy you alone are the real joy giver. You're the apple of my eye. Aw, that's sweet. Yeah, it's interesting because all of these have like additional lyrics, sometimes added way later, sometimes original. Some people sing them, some people don't. So it, it was always this kind of like show of knowledge if you could keep singing the song. Right. I also feel like that is emblematic of something interesting about religion, which is you come to learn these like, 
random symbols that have lost all meaning in the current culture, like loving someone more than gold and silver. Just like, who cares? You're not telling me right. anything about how much you love me. But at church, that means a bunch. Right. Like Milk we, and honey. We are still really tied to metaphors and symbols of worth from first century Palestine <laughs> right. and earlier Judaism. Right. Absolutely. Whereas now it should be like, I love you more than my iPhone <laughs> right. and some video games my mom gave me. Right. Like you still have people talking about adding jewels to your crown yeah and it's funny my my wife picks on her mother all the time for talking constantly about the jewels she's gonna wear in heaven oh, it's like wow. why are you so obsessed with this or like riding a white horse you know there's mm. all these things that were mm-hmm. very desirable to mm-hmm. someone who was a, a Jew in the 600s BC right and now are somewhat meaningless I mean gold and silver is still expensive yeah, like, white you know, horse still pretty but we, we sing lots of songs about chariots and stuff you know? yeah like, right yeah right. No one's really going for Jared anymore. <laughs> right. Can I get a PS5? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> An iPhone, something like that. I, I just remembered one other song that I had written down, more toward the hymnal style, but a little livelier. Did you ever hear this one? I've got a river of life flowing, flowing out, out of, of me. me. Makes, Makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. Opens prison doors, doors sets the captives free. free. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Spring up, oh well. Oh well. Within my soul. Spring up, oh well. Oh well. And make me whole. Spring up, oh well. Holy man. And give to me that life abundantly. Okay, again, this is one of those I must have heard just a handful of times. Well, I like your reaction too, because it was one of those ones where we went to the Methodist church and it's like, oh, they know this one that I remember Uh, really well. And my dad and stepmom would have fun with it. So the whole family, my sister and myself included, would, when we'd get to the spring up, oh well, we'd all go, oh well. And we uh, okay. put out our hands to the side. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. So, you know, we're having fun with it. Uh-huh. We're the cool Christians. We're, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're rogues. <laughs> we're willing to bend the rules a little bit. Unless you spend any amount of time convincing us this is a bad thing, then we will change our ways. <laughs> Indeed. Another source of praise music that I really need to tip the hat to is Keith Green. And I was just telling you about him before we started recording this. He played a big role in my life. He was a real leader in the Jesus movement of the late 70s. Mm. And he was an insanely talented piano player, legitimately, Mm. and and a very gifted singer. And he just happened to catch the Jesus bug. Oh, heaven's just a state of mind. My books read on your shelf. And watching videos of him now and hearing him give sermons, I am convinced he was this close. I've got my fingers less than a centimeter apart from going cult. Like, okay. I feel like he was maybe fighting that urge, but he huh. had this kind of like church growing up around him and this whole movement of people who just wanted to reimagine Christianity. And even my cousin, who's very into conspiracy theorists, she was young and one of his hangers on at that time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he has a lot of value to my family. Uh-huh. And- Is he dead? He died in 1982. Of AIDS? A plane crash. A plane crash. Okay. I remembered there being like a very tragic story. Oh, a horrible story. Yeah. His, like some of his children were in the plane with him. Oh gosh. Okay. And actually nine days before I was born. Oh wow. So (gasps) You're him. Yeah, I could be. 
the reincarnated Keith Green, but you think I would have more musical talent. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of my coolest like claims to fame when I was in high school was that his daughters went to my school and one time his wife melody green who was like a celebrity to me melody green she drove me home once when i don't know i missed the bus or something like that wow and i was like melody green is driving me home this is amazing was she cool i can still brag about that to my christian friends yeah she was she was great oh nice solid gold did you sit in the front or in the back of her car front 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 seat okay right? yeah. got to chat with melody green damn i don't Zero remember ex- exactly what we talked about but i i'm sure i gushed about how much i i love her husband's music but yeah we had maybe six albums on cassette tape and Aww. we would play them both sides you know on our long drive south to go visit disneyland or whatever and one that i think he wrote based on one of the psalms that was really popular and, and everybody sings it a little differently so this is one of those songs where you go to a church and you're like oh, oh okay you guys sing the heart much longer mm. than I do or whatever mm-hmm. you know it's like oh you're one of those trespasses churches okay right, oh, right. Uh, <laughs> actually I think I was in one of the trespasses churches uh, Ross is I, referring to the Lord's Prayer the Lord's Prayer yeah forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us forgive us our trespasses mm-hmm. even crazier if you say debts and debtors Ooh, like, what the fuck's happening Oh, you're these people. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll switch it up. I'll catch you on the next line. <laughs> so I'll just sing one song, but oh my goodness, I have so much Keith Green in my head and still on my phone. Like I still have it sure. in the mix. And if you go on a ride with me and I my phone is just playing random music from my personal library, there's a good chance you're going to get some Christian music and there's a good chance Keith Green is going to be oh, in yeah. the mix. Okay. Create in me a clean heart. Oh, oh, God, and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart. Oh, God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, O Lord. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And renew a right spirit within me. Okay, um, the chorus is correct. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah, what do you the do? The verse is wrong. Yeah, okay. Carrie was looking <clears throat> horrified over there. Yeah, so I think we were the long harders. I've probably heard it your way, yeah. Create in me a clean heart. Oh, okay. God. Heard that one yeah. too. Yep. You know, one thing that's interesting about this is like this was all a period where yeah, we had tapes, yeah, we had CDs, but everyone didn't have a recording device in their phone. You couldn't just quickly be like, oh, I'm going to teach, ch- I'm going to yeah. teach Jimmy this song, and yeah. then we can bring it to his church. We were all relying on like projection slides mm-hmm. and uh, word of mouth and chord lists, where it'd be like you wrote out the. You wrote out the words, the chords were kind of hovering above them, you trusted the guitarist to teach you. So there was some game of telephone to this. Right, and occasional unrolled scrolls and erased palimpsests. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay, maybe maybe we were a little more with the Oh, times. you're a lot older than I thought. 
Yeah, I do accept. I, I'm just singing it the way that he sang it on the the album, at least. When oh, okay. Back to the recorded. source. All right. But anyways, yeah, Keith Green played a big role in my life. Nice. And I can tell you a story that I and won't. Melody Green. Hey, Melody. Uh, Melody. Okay, here's another one. We sang pretty much every worship session. This would be in the mix because it's just a fun one. Mm-hmm. Everybody can sing it. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Uh, Carrie's doing the hand motions. Yep, mm-hmm. I remember. They would call up, you know, three people to help do the hand motions. Yep, which may or may not be ASL. Don't even know. Just learn them straight up at church. Do you remember the other verses? Um, this is one where I really enjoyed singing the other verses. I think. Give me the first couple words. When he rolls up his sleeves. I'm sorry. No, I don't know this at all. He ain't just putting on the Ritz. I'm Our sorry, God is an, uh, He ain't just putting on the Ritz. <laughs> this is Michael W. Smith, by the way, who was like a big... Yeah. Christian leader, like popular singer, good looking guy, and, uh, you know, could do no wrong. This is one of his songs. Okay, so when he rolls up his sleeves, he ain't just putting on the Ritz. And then everybody else would sing, our God is an awesome God. So are you ready with that? Because I'm going to point at you. Okay, so all right, let's do that again. When he rolls up his sleeves, he ain't just putting on the Ritz. Our God is an awesome God. There is thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his fists. Our Our God God is is an awesome awesome God. God. You know, the Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is coming quickly, so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God. God. Our God God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. That's another fun thing you can do is the syncopation where some of you do this just a step later. So many of these songs were built for rounds Rounds. and rhythm. Yeah, Random choosing of where you will go in the song. When the sky was starless in the void of the night, our God is an awesome God. I'm so glad my church just did away with this part. I don't remember the next verb here, but it's something like, he drove into the darkness and created the light. Our God is an awesome God. Judgment and wrath he poured out on Sodom. Mercy and grace he gave us at the cross. I hope that we have not too quickly forgotten that our God is an awesome awesome God. God. You go back and do it again. Okay. So this guy kind of wanted to be Lin-Manuel. I guess so. (laughs) That's funny. I was playing some other Keith Green music for Carrie, and she's like, oh, he just wanted to write musicals. Yeah, some of it just totally sounds kind of like Godspell or Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. No, 100%. And I would have loved to have heard whatever musical he wrote. Yeah. Well, that reminded me, though, since you mentioned Michael W. Smith, there was a song, The Other Side of Me. Do you remember that? Only by name. Okay. My pastor I mentioned earlier, Mike, when he left our church. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is making me tear up. I was... (laughs) I was like 14 and I still feel this moment. Wow. He like he announced to all of us that he was leaving and he was such he was such a big deal to all of us. And so he sang that whole song to us, oh, acapella wow. solo. And I mean, it is Michael W. Smith singing to God, but he sang it hmm. to us as oh, wow. the, we were the other side of him. It was really really moving. Oh, Carrie's tearing up just <laughs> thinking still about it. I remember it. Yeah. Amazing. If they were to write about the story of my life They would have to mention you with every page they'd write There's another side to every story told 
these emotions that we were expressing in these songs, there's really no equivalent for them. There's no analog uh, except for maybe an actual relationship. Yeah, it's love. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Dennett wrote a book called Breaking the Spell that's probably my favorite, like... Mm, New Atheist. Yeah, yeah, that kind of book. Partly because it's, like, tender and understanding of a lot of different viewpoints. It's a great book. Yeah, but he makes the case that religion is not just like falling in love. It is Mm. a type of falling in Mm, love. And I I think that's right. Absolutely. I don't think that's just, like, metaphorically true. I think that's correct. This also reminded me, a song came into my head as you were singing, and I can't remember how the rest of it went, but I just remember this part. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. What is that? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can't Google that. This is amazing. So this happened a couple of times as we were like thinking of songs for this. It's just uh, it's so cool to like hear a couple chords or licks of these tunes because then it all comes flooding mm-hmm. back. Except, yeah, what's the rest of that song? Because I think it was sort of a orphaned part of the song. Right. You know? <sighs> I, I'm waiting for it to hook into something. Jesus loves me when I'm good. Oh, yes. When, when I, I do, do the things I should. should. Jesus loves me when I'm bad, though it makes him very sad. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> Where is that? What is that song yep. even called? That song gives that's, you no information. That, that's so <laughs> funny because, you know, those the lyrics to that verse just sound so infantile. It's taking, yeah. taking you back to those songs that you learned when you were mm-hmm. three before you were fully verbal. But it was a distinctly middle-aged or high school song. Yep. Absolutely. Crazy. Uh, Haven't thought about that since probably the last time I sang it in an auditorium with the lights down low. I guess that's an old verse from Jesus Loves the Little Children. Jesus loves me this I know for the Bible tells me so. Oh my God, this is so confusing. But yeah, I guess that had Jesus loves me when I'm good, when I do the things I should. Jesus Jesus loves loves me when when I'm bad, bad, though it makes him very sad. Yes, Jesus loves me. So someone just cribbed that and added hallelujah and made it. And I think I remember singing that verse as a child. So no wonder. Oh my goodness, how confusing. strange and infantile to be singing it in such an adoration mm-hmm. way. Yeah, I remember that song made me a little uncomfortable, but uh, oh, it's so boy, beautiful. it came right back. Yeah, oh, it didn't make me uncomfortable, made me very happy. Love it. Oh, yeah, and so anyway, I wanted to tell you just real quickly, the other side of me, here's the part that I remember the okay. best. Always love me, never leave me now, because now you are the other side of me. Oh. I mean, you also have to imagine like a 27 year old singing this to a room full of 14 year olds and yeah. being like, like, daddy, don't go. You oh. know, it was, it was, it was, wow. it was a big deal. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like, do you remember when Obama walked off the stage at the last moment that he was president <sighs> yeah. and that feeling of like, no, 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 <laughs> Like we've been thrown to the waves. Like yeah. it felt like kind yeah. of like that. Yeah. Now I do remember that song, but yeah, I never mm. repeated it to the point where I'd remember it. That's amazing. All right. Well, we have a few more songs lined up that we were talking about that we both know. And I think you had uh, musical accompaniment for oh, one sure. of Oh, sure. Okay. Yes. So as I mentioned, I'm kind of like a professional banjo player. Mm-hmm. Banjos. Banjos. I like Carrie flips open her laptop, which has, uh, covering the Apple logo, a possum playing a banjo. That's correct. 
So something that a lot of people don't know or appreciate about professional banjoists is that we often don't know the chords and aren't good at playing them. Um, <laughs> but in fact, that is the case. And so that will be the case here. And you should take that as like confirmation that I am a professional. Yes. But I have been practicing this one for this album. Okay. This was probably my very favorite worship song. As a, oh, I just banged the banjo and bang Joe. Yeah, non professional banjo players won't know this, but as a professional, <laughs> if you bang a stringed instrument, you knock it out of tune. So this will be good. I didn't know that. Just slightly, but yes. Anyway, this was probably my favorite in middle school and high school. Oh, nice. I think you know it. It's called Refiner's Fire. Ah, uh, yeah. Purify my heart. Let me be as gold and precious silver. Purify my heart. Let me be as gold, pure gold. Refiner's my heart's one desire is to be holy, set apart for you, Lord. I choose to be holy, set apart for you. Ready to do your will. Ready to do your will. Should we keep going? Nice, yeah. <laughs> Purify my heart. Cleanse me from within. And make me holy. Purify my heart, cleanse me from my sin, deep within, refiner's fire, my heart's one desire is to be Set apart for you, Lord, I choose to be holy. Set apart for you, my master, ready to do your will. Ready to do your will. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Yay. Nicely played. Thank you. Thank you. You probably didn't even notice this because you don't play the banjo, but there were some notes I actually got wrong in there. I didn't notice Yeah. <laughs> Not a professional. If you're really good, you can just like go right through them and people just don't <laughs> even pick up. <laughs> uh, it's a bunch of kids, a bunch of kids drunk on their repeated lyrics. <laughs>
Boy, those emotions come right back. Right? Yeah, that's powerful stuff. It is. Also, that song, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I look back, it makes sense to me which songs stuck out to me as Mm. little kid Carrie. Mm -hmm. Like, I still can connect to sort of like why that song, why the lyrics of that song mattered to me that like, I mean, I really was one of those people who got captured by Christianity because like I needed some fucking rules. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, tell me what to do. I just want to be a good person. How do you do it? There's a book. There's a book. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, So like that idea of just like a moral cleansing. Yeah. Refiner's fire. Yeah. Burning away all the dross. Yeah. Yeah. Making me a good person that which is very much like the create in me a clean heart song yeah which i think out of all the ones we've sung so far was the one that kind of convicted me as i was singing it like for a second i felt like a bit of a traitor like oh i'm not want to sing this song oh wow yeah wow I've, well you I've are stepped away thanks you are a traitor yeah <laughs> correct <laughs> Uh, Sonny, because thinking of the song that we were just singing, Refiner's Fire, I always want to start singing the lyrics from another song Mm. that we put on our list. King of Endless Worth. I feel like that's part of that. How much you deserve. Though I'm weak and poor, all I have is yours. Every single breath, I'll give you more more than than a a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. You look much deeper within through the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. When it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. I used to sneak in the word and into that song. Yeah. Here's... Uh, this is so on brand. I love for these little. little I love these wordplay things. So I don't know if we're talking about the same sort of motivation. Yeah. But for me, it was like I grew up in the Presbyterian Church. They were very cool. They were very liberal, but you know, still a church and trying to follow the Bible pretty literally. Yeah. But I was reading the Bible on my own, and I started to get fucking creeped out because Jesus was like, "I'm not God." Stop calling me that. Mm. Why are people calling me that? Why did you fall on your knees and worship me? Stop it. Mm. And then I would go to church and we'd sing these songs that were like, Jesus, you are God. I'm worshiping you right now. That's what I'm doing. And so I'd be like, "Ah, what are we doing? So I would add ands wherever Mm. I could. So... Um, oh. I'm wor- I'm not worshiping you, Jesus. I'm worshiping you and Jesus, or what? You know, I'd find a way to like wow. to make it say like um, to, I'm honoring you, God. That's who I'm talking to. Oh, and by the way, Jesus also good. Thank you for Jesus. Obey the theological split that you had with the rest of the crowd. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Oh, right. So the reason it was and in that one was it's all about you and Jesus. Interesting. Okay, so it was separating Jesus from the Godhead. Yep. I'm singing to God. That's who. I'm worshiping, but I recognize that his sacrifice of Jesus, very good, thank you. Interesting. I know I had examples like that. I think of actually another Keith Green song. It was called So You Want to Go Back to Egypt, 
And it was a really fun kind of send up of the Exodus story. Mm. So you want to go back to Egypt where it's warm and secure. Are you sorry you bought a one way ticket when you thought you were sure? Okay, I think I've heard this. uh, Later on, he's talking about how God got angry after the whole golden calf thing. And he sings, can God even take a joke? Huh? And then God says, no. And my mom would... This guy loved Stephen Schwartz. Which I didn't understand at the time, but yeah, totally. (laughs) So my mom would always say yes, because she would be very upset that someone would insinuate that God couldn't take a joke. Uh... No, God has a sense of humor. (laughs) How dare you? So she would... (laughs) that you would suggest that someone doesn't have a sense of humor. Uh, yeah, so she would like a fight. A living irony. She loved Keith Green, but she would argue on that one. Like, well, he got that wrong. You know. Yes. <laughs> Great display of sense of humor, Mama Bulger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know I had ones like that. Oftentimes I would just insert a word where I felt like the tune required it or there was a missing syllable or oh, something like okay, that. okay, okay. Just keep things going. Yeah, but I, I also remember listening to secular music. Like I was getting into the Smashing Pumpkins and I never liked the song zero that much Mm. but that was like one of the really popular radio ones and there was this line where billy corgan sings emptiness is loneliness and loneliness is cleanliness and cleanliness is godliness and god is empty just like (gasps) me and so it's like well i like this band but i don't know if i like this song so much and i certainly can't sing that so i would clam up and go very quiet Uh, there like i'm not i'm holding even like turn down the radio like i don't want to hear that okay turn it it back on like three (laughs) seconds later yeah intoxicated with the madness that's okay (laughs) i'm in love with my sadness no problem with any of that it's just like oh don't don't sing god is empty oh (laughs) blasphemy Yeah, I have down on my list this one song that also makes me think of church camp, Hmm. but for a very specific reason. So this one year, I went to church camp, and a counselor, (laughs) during the worship portion of the evening, he just tossed off this factoid that a camper had died there that year, had drowned in the lake. Oh, no. And he just... He was introing a song and he was like, isn't this an interesting story? So a camper died in the lake a few weeks ago. And we were all like, Ugh. And then, <laughs> oh no. And then he's like, but you know what was really beautiful about it is that the next day we were all singing and he was a Christian. He believed and he had been in heaven for one day. When we sang this song. Oh no, I know where this is going. And oh we no. All, well, actually, I shouldn't speak for the other 300 children. <laughs> oh, at this camp, ruins the but song. For me, oh my God, I was like, this song will never mean more than it does tonight. <laughs> oh my God. And that's I know song exactly what was, song you're leading up to. Better is one, one day, day in your courts. courts. Better is one day in your house. Better is one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere. Than thousands elsewhere. And now all I see is like a child floating in a lake. (laughs) (laughs) Thousands elsewhere. Oh, man, you could sing that one forever. That one would go on loop so many times. Yes, totally. And I don't even remember what the first part was. Oh, yes. Better Better is one day. Better is one day than thousands elsewhere. God help you if you have some soloist in the crowd. Oh, yeah. Better is one day. (laughs) Better is one day. Better is one day. 
than thousands elsewhere than thousands elsewhere. Clap, 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 clap. Wow, Sonia's been doing choir. Wow, okay. <laughs> There's always one. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, what is up with these people? Oh, we are nothing like And you're them. exactly where you're going with that one. That's so funny. And I, I want to say, I feel like that was written by the same guy as the previous song, The Heart of Worship, Matt Redman. I remember when that song came out, just every worship session began with that. Because yeah, that it was great. It was exactly what they were trying to do. Get us back to the heart of worship. Yeah. Okay, now we can sing As the Deer or one of these other songs <laughs> yeah. on endless repeat. Yep. And get ourselves ready for this message that was coming that mm-hmm. was, you know, some solitary Bible verse extruded into a half hour message. But yeah. there'd be the hour and a half of singing mm-hmm. as a prelude to it. You gotta get people a little bit tired. Yeah. They do yeah. the same thing at the Ellen show. They make you dance for like an hour yes. before Ellen comes out, and by the time she she comes out, you are like, Helen, there's never been anyone as funny or pretty. And she's here and she's in front of us. Yeah. And I, I think that's super important. There's the element of mantra, the repetition, mm-hmm. a little bit of lightheadedness, a little bit of hungriness. Mm-hmm. Like all of that is contributing to make you tired and suggestible mm-hmm. and overheated, emotional, mm-hmm. like super emotional. Yep. Not very rational, not very questioning, unless you're Carrie and I, you're still running a little subroutine in the back of <laughs> you're your adding head. Ants Even after all that (laughs) exactly actually speaking of a little off topic but sideways off topic yeah i don't know if you remember i sent you uh, a screenshot of a poetry book that had a pull quote from someone who had just said like nonsense about the book and it just it was like just a bunch of like empty platitudes run together it was like this woman's yes. poetry is full of the mirth that runs at the center of the stomach of, of equality. And I was like, how can any... I, it so, was a master class in just like pure wasting of space. Yes. Like not saying anything at okay, all. Okay. So for good and bad, this is how different you and I are from all of society. Okay. So I then tried to record myself saying it straight through. Oh, that's right. You had a challenge. I, wa- I meant to respond to your challenge. Okay. Yep. I put it on my YouTube and I was like, guys, try to get through this and be able to say it without laughing or stopping. No one can do it. Uh-huh. And it's just me like restarting, restarting, restarting. <laughs> like 12 people just immediately sent me videos of them being like, okay, here I'll we go. It. Here's yeah. the entire thing. No big and, whoop. And then I was like, wait, why is this not hard for anyone else? And Danny Barwella at Max Fun was like- They're not as like, locked into the meeting. <laughs> Danny Barwella was like, you just turn off the thinking about it. <laughs> and I was like, you can do that. It's like a Stroop test. You just read the words. <laughs> oh, what's a Stroop test? Oh, that's the one where they show you words like blue, but it's written in yellow. Oh, right. And you have oh, to say, yeah, those you are have very to say hard. The, the word as written, but it's in a different color. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. He, you yeah, and so I are Danny, getting hung up on what's being said. <laughs> right. Danny was like, he was the one who spotted. He was like, well, this it's okay, Carrie. This is why you guys are good at your work. You can't turn this off. Oh, that's I feel, good. I feel like we need to find this now because we've teased it. Oh, yeah. It was the... Maybe I'd find it on your YouTube channel. It's called the Patricia Smith Book Review Challenge. Okay. <laughs> These poems embossed with the back. <laughs> no, okay. These poems embossed with Bass's covetable signature play like snippets of cinema from merely every woman's... <laughs> okay, no. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. 
These poems, embossed with Bass's covetable signature, play like snippets of cinema from merely every woman's life story. Moments awed by and blissfully tangled with a lover, contemplating the unrelenting hurdle of time, aging with an awkward but fiercely determined grace. Indigo is our soundtrack, finally. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to do it all the way through so my rule to myself is that I have to start over if I laugh. Okay, okay, here we go. It's a minute and 43 seconds of that. That's fantastic. Ross, is it? I'm Ross. Did we already talk about Open the Eyes of My Heart? Uh, no. That was a good one. Very similar, though. Mm-hmm. Open the, the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. See you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love as we sing holy, holy, holy. Holy, 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 I want to see you. Yeah, uh, that actually, now that I sing that right after the Patricia Smith challenge, I Mm. realize that that is equally vapid. Ah. Open the eyes of my heart, I want to see you. I want to see you. But you could sing that for a good 10 minutes. Yes, singing helps you say nonsense. And there's so many, right, and there's so many hooks, so you can just jump back to any point in the song, Mm -hmm. and and everyone will immediately catch up with you and go back. Yeah. Holy, holy, okay, holy. Yeah, oh, we're cycling this part, okay. (laughs) Holy, 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 I want to see you. I want to see you. Holy, holy, holy. Okay, holy, holy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, We're sticking on this part. We'd do that a bit, and then we'd go back to open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Mm -hmm. Yep. Speaking of shining, you thought of a a good one. Yes, you're referencing Shine, Jesus, Shine. Yeah. Um, Which, sorry, I didn't mean to make this entirely about my youth pastor, Mike. (laughs) But uh, Mike hated it, hated it, but he would play it hating it. Interesting. So if it came on, if some some bastard put it in the slideshow, (laughs) he would be like, no, and cover his ears, no, don't do it. And we'd all play it like, we're singing it to Mike, he hates it. That's not the uh, heart of worship, Mike. Yeah, well, it is a bad It's not all about you, Mike. Um, yeah, so this one was, I mean, it, it is stupid. Sure. So that's when, one, when you one analyze thing. a lot of these, uh, maybe fall yeah, apart. I think, I think it's like the actual tune though. Particularly so, so okay. like, yo, you're not even trying to write a song. <laughs> shine, shine, Jesus, shine. Fill this land with the Father's glory. Blaze, Spirit, blaze. Set our hearts on fire. Flow, river, flow, flood the nations with grace and mercy. Send forth your word, Lord, and let there be light. I mean, you just hang on that tonic for 
two minutes. Sure. Just occasionally leave it. Shine is uh, reminding me, we had, I would say, another class of songs, which is just Christian music. Oh, Newsboys. Yes. <laughs> you know where I'm going with yep. this. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Newsboys played a big role. I was a big DC Talk fan. We've talked uh-huh. about Jars of Clay. Oh, we big, love Jars of Clay. Big Jars of Clay fan. So many other bands that I was really into. But yeah, Newsboys, there, there's something particularly catchy about this Australian band's music. And actually, they're still going. And now, Aye. funny enough... Uh, Michael Tate, who was uh, one of the guys from DC Talk, he's now the lead singer for Newsboys. Oh, cool. But they're still going. I remember at the time they'd already switched singers once, but the first two singers were both, uh, I think, Australian guys uh, who had uh, bits of accents. But yeah, one of their songs was um, Shine, Shine, Make Them Wonder wonder What You Got, got, Make Them Wish That They Were were Not, On on The the Outside Looking Bored. Oh, see, I always thought that was forward. You might be right. My dad thought it was bored. Oh, okay. So you might be right, we, too. There's no way to find out who's yeah, right. Yeah, there's just... No, I wish shine. we had little tiny pocket computers. Shine before all men. Let him see your works and then let him glorify the Lord. Lord. So shine. shine. I remember when I went to that camp where I had uh, spoken in tongues, yeah. the theme for that whole camp, like the song they kept playing over the loudspeakers over and over was uh, Not Ashamed. And I think I even had a shirt that said that. that And that was another Newsboys one. Uh, I'm not ashamed to let you know. I want this light in me to show. I'm not ashamed to speak the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. What are you skulking around for? Who are you trying to please? Something your sins apologizing like you're spreading some kind of disease. I'm saying no way, no way. I'm not ashamed to let you know. I want this light in me to show. You get it. Yeah. Oh, Newsboys. You see, now that we're seeing Newsboys, I'm realizing like those are equally bad so very shine jesus shine but when you have like a full band and like a yeah. whole rocker vibe yeah, you can get away with a good lot of guitars it. going on catchy yeah. licks i remember one i really loved it there that i still have on my playlist is uh entertaining angels by the time mm. i fall to my knees hosts of heaven sing over me mm. entertaining okay, angels see now i remember maybe we are entertaining Angels on Oh, yeah. But that was yeah. Michael W. Smith. Well, based on the same uh, biblical I, I'm sure, yeah. story. Yeah. The only other one I have done on my list okay. also has to do with eternity. It's, I could sing of your love oh, forever. I, I could, could sing of your love forever. I could sing of your love forever. I could sing of your love forever. And you really could. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> In fact, we're still doing it. <laughs> it's really true. But I don't remember at all what the verse is. Let's see. I could sing of your love forever lyrics. Like, do you remember any of the verses to that? Mm, nope. But if you start singing them, I'm sure I'll immediately remember them. Oh, my God. That's right. Over the mountains and the sea, your river runs with love Love for me. me. And I will open up my heart and let the healer set set me free. free. I'm happy to be be in the the truth, truth. and And I will daily lift my hands. For I will always sing of when your love came down. I could sing of your love forever. I could sing of your love forever. 
I could sing of your love forever. I could sing of your love forever. Look how someone had to write this all out and then put, I could sing of your love forever so many times. Some in parentheses. Like this is a little different. Sometimes they would add like a little parentheses, six X. So you knew Mm -hmm. to repeat it six times or two Mm -hmm. times. You you mentioned this earlier, but there would be a slide projection yep. to accompany this so you could see the lyrics. So then you'd have somebody in the back who accidentally forgot to keep up. And then you'd yep. all be singing the next, like, who's going to switch the Hello, slides? pull the Hello. thing. No, 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 we're not singing that one anymore. Switch it again. And when I say slide, I don't know about you, but I'm talking overhead projector. Sometimes overhead projector. Yep. Yeah. When it moved finally to like proper slides, that was PowerPoint a big deal. and all that. Oh, yeah. But also this song has something I think of all the time and I didn't realize it was this song. There was a part it where we'd sing about dancing and no one would be dancing and it always freaking bothered oh, me yep and everyone always did not sound delighted or that song sing. where they would sing like you know we lift our hands to you it's like well uh, go ahead are, am i in one of the congregations that lift their hands am i not I well guess i guess i not. have to because we're singing we lift our hands yeah <laughs> uh hello <laughs> well this went Lord, I feel like dancing. It's foolishness, I know. I'm with you. Don't sing it if you're not going to dance. Yeah. And don't sing it like that. You're not full of dancing if you're singing like that. So, you need the heart of worship. But when the world has seen the light, they will dance with joy like we're dancing now. Oh, I remember that one. No, yeah. we're not. I remember that part. We're just standing here. They would sing that one at the Presbyterian church I was at, and they would Hell at least yeah. be dancing. Oh, interesting. Well, Presbyterian was where I was, and we were not. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God, look at this. Presbyterians, you can get... Uh, <laughs> Harry's showing me the lyrics to I Could Sing of Your Love Forever. And it's just a Filling the screen. A page. Just like all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. But it's I Could Sing of Your Love Forever. 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 That's hilarious. Oh my God. And then like randomly next to one of the lines, it'll say, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. It's so fun just when you start singing one of these songs because it does come back. And it's Mm -hmm. just something I haven't thought about for years and mm-hmm. it's just kind of sitting there under the surface of the ice lurking yeah waiting to instantly be resuscitated and then you can make other people listen to it if you're us <laughs> right yeah thank uh, you yeah i hope you're enjoying this uh, i'm sure for <laughs> people who had similar upbringings this is probably fun because you're like oh yeah, wow, i remember yeah. these songs everybody else is like oh yeah, this sing is, along. boy something happened to these people <laughs> you're an hour in at least if you're listening to me say these words and i'm happy for you well we hit all the ones on my list uh except for one and of course there are endless other songs just like you know the king of endless worth yeah and uh, you can sing of his love forever i thought it would be a fun one for us to sing because we've sung it a little bit before okay in open fields of wild flowers she breathes the air and flies away. She thanks Jesus for the daisies and the roses in no simple language. Someday she'll understand the meaning of it all. He's more than the laughter or the stars in the heavens. As close as a heartbeat or song on her lips. Someday she'll trust him and learn how to see him. Someday he'll call her and she will come running. Fall in his arms. The tears will fall down and she'll pray. I want to fall in love with you. I want to fall in love with you. I want to fall in love with you. 
I want to fall in love with you. And so on. Yeah, it keeps going. Uh, oh, my God. That's a great song. That is a great song. And do you get this feeling when you listen? When I hear that, I feel like it's my past self singing to my current self. Mm, like, mm-hmm. like, don't lose this, Carrie. Yeah. Like, you need to fall in love. If, ha- if you don't love him still, you have to go fall in love with him again. And, and that's what is instilled within you. There's always this kind of callback, like when I was singing Creating Me a Clean Heart. There's this little bit of like, oh, you, you need to come back. This is, mm-hmm. this is important. This mm-hmm. is, you know, this is pure. This is real. This, you know, yeah. don't, don't leave this. It's still there. I got to go to this, uh, this final verse. It seems too easy to call you savior, but not close enough to call you God. I can sign off on that. You know, because that when I was a kid, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, don't call him God. That's Carrie approved. Yeah. I got you. Not close enough to call oh, you God. So, so as, as I, I sit and think of words I can mention to show my devotion. Boom, but I don't. I want to fall in love with you. 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 I did try to learn that one on the banjo recently. And as you can tell, it's written for a lower voice and transposing it didn't work out too well. And it's written for a savior by Jars of Clay. Jars of Clay. And we've had our friend Stephen Mason on the show before, which was awesome. Oh my God. What a cool dude. Love Jars of Clay. Still love him. Favorite Christian band. Yep. Still buy albums. They released one for a while, but if they did, I'd buy it. If they did, I'd buy six. Buy it right away. If you could. Six albums are digital, digital that'd be copies. kind of hard, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if I want to listen to it six times? <laughs> oh, well, Ross, before we go, okay. I have a pitch for you. Right. What if we find out what the most popular worship song today is? Every now and then I check in because I'm a little curious. Like, what are they singing now? I assume a lot of these staples are still being played. But yeah, I do every now and then like to pop in on a church or listen to a stream of their service just to be like, what are they singing now? Yeah. It's all very, very similar or some of these golden oldies. Okay, so Christian Top 40. Okay. According to this random website, topchristianhits.org. Okay. The number one is a song called House of the Lord, and it's by Phil Wickham. There is a house (laughs) in San Bernardino. They call the house of the Lord. I'm guessing that's how it goes. Probably. And it's been the ruin of many a poor boy. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hoodies. <laughs> Oldie but a hoodie. Worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors. He parted the raging sea. My God, He holds the victory.
<laughs> wow, yeah. I can totally see the appeal. Yeah. And I can see that being baked into a young mind as we speak. Yeah. And it's I'm fine with it. Great singer, great mm-hmm, musicianship mm-hmm. there, uh, enjoyable, and it perfectly fits the mold. I would say musically, we haven't moved on from the early 2000s, but... <laughs> It's a, you know, it's like a new item on the Taco Bell menu. You know, it's got the, oh, the beans, uh-huh. it's got the cheese, it's got the Thanks tomatoes. Thanks for rearranging these exactly. for me. Exactly. You, you know, you got like a new crispy tortilla and you put them on top of that <laughs> and then you put a layer of nacho cheese and then you wrap them in a soft tortilla. <laughs> you know what? It's still good. Same stuff, but you know what? I like the package. Uh, we got a couple comments here. They were singing this song in the church that brought me back to Christ and now I cry every time I hear it. There is joy in the house because of Jesus. And then the mm. next one says my six-year-old son accepted christ and wanted to sing this we did and he said dad god's house isn't a church it's people it's me there is joy in me now because jesus lives in me i don't think you remember that correctly jay armstrong but (laughs) i'm sure that was the general vibe of your six-year-old son's quote but oh man that song will live with his son forever whether he ends up believing or not that's right that son may go on to host a podcast on maximum fun and sing this into a microphone and a good 111 people will hear it i hope he does well this has been kind of a fun i don't know love letter to yeah the, the music of our christian pasts yeah it holds a special place in my heart and it makes me happy to hear it though there are these little additional emotions that ride along with it yeah which is i think what they want you know that's the power of music yeah it's hard to get on that plane without some baggage though but you know what i brought my carry-on that spirit airlines They charge you extra for that package. <laughs> we don't know what the metaphor is anymore, I'm, but, but I'm we're extending still it. doing it. We're still doing it. It's less expensive to get on Spirit Airlines, but the savings are worth it. The saving is... Uh, Never worth it. It's uh, the runway to the skies. The spirit in the sky. Yes. It's going to yeah, recommend you. the ticket. Well... <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for going through this this journey with us, this memory trip, and uh, the variable singing that I have provided for you. And, and you know what? Thanks for letting us sing at you in this context so we don't accidentally become cult leaders just to be able to sing. Yeah, that's a good thank point. You. you know what? This is a release valve. That's what you yes. just heard. Yeah, that's not wrong. <laughs> Because <laughs> we've it's all in so there. many of those. It's bottled up, and yeah. every now and then it's got to come out. And we need someone to politely clap and say, you're a good singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah decent. Okay, okay, good okay, job. Yeah. Good job. You lost your spot there a the couple times for us. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I had fun. This is great. Me too. And I loved it when you would start singing a song I hadn't thought of yet, and it's like, whoa, it's back. Yeah. That's so fun. It all just comes rushing back. It's crazy. Very it's cool. like falling in love. All right. Well, thanks again, Max Fun subscribers. Uh, you're the best. You're part of the family. Thanks for letting us uh, share this fun with you. Thanks and, for uh, joining us in the house of the Lord. Indeed. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, bye. Bye. I heard there was a secret chord David played and it pleased the Lord You don't really Goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah.